Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am so excited today, coming from Hawaii, to have Jessie Jennings here with me. She is a, an incredible surf and lifestyle photographer, and I fell in love with her work um, because it, it is in such a magical place and a place that I love in the ocean, and I know she does as well. And so I'm going to hand it over to her and let her introduce herself. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm Jess. I am a, like she said, a surf and lifestyle photographer who grew up in New Mexico. And now I am a full-time freelance photographer, um, pretty much chasing waves, chasing big waves and shooting surf and lifestyle and kind of documenting all the moments in between as well in competitive surfing. And yeah. Now, this past weekend, you and I talked about it briefly, but you just did the 2022 Van uh, Pipe Masters, which is such a massive competition. Um, and you've been jet setting around. You've done a little time in Australia. Where's been your favorite place to, to, to be right now? Oh, it's tough. I think everywhere I get to go brings a whole new perspective, whether it's culturally or just in terms of the destination um, and definitely diverse in terms of surf. So it's really hard to narrow one thing because I like shooting so many different types of surf. Um, Hawaii has been amazing. I just documented the Vance Pipe Masters, which was really intimate and we got to get really close with athletes and cool. documenting the competitive surfing in that way has been, yeah. is just phenomenal. Um, really allows insight to a very kind of like um bubble of a world of like competitive surfing so that in terms of experience has been amazing but if i had to pick one place um indonesia where i spent the last nine months or so um in the mentawai island is beautiful the yeah. culture is just so rich um and the surf is there's really there's not really nothing compares a strip of islands in indonesia that are just absolutely beautiful provide in terms of surf yeah. and really diverse in really everything so i love it i love it <laughs> i want to start at the very beginning for you and learn where your passion for photography came from when did the camera getting into your hand when did that start i I've always been creative. Um, yeah. Ever since I was young, I would pick up every kind of creative project that I could yeah. do, could do whether it was tie dyeing shirts or yeah. like painting on shoes or like making homemade soap. I was doing everything and I hadn't, I didn't ever really picked up a camera until I got to college. I had shot a few, like I've picked up a camera here and there, but it was never really something that stuck with me. Like yeah. I wasn't, a lot of photographers get in early because either their parents are photographers or they're gifted right. a camera right. and I never had that so I, I never really stepped into the photo world and I moved from New Mexico to LA when I was 18 to attend school started surfing um, and I always had an ocean bug I was really fortunate to travel a bit growing up my family's from South Africa so got some time in the water there was yeah. always itching for more once I got just you know a taste of salt water so I moved to LA and then I started surfing that became a huge passion of mine spending as much time as I could in the water and then I actually won a housing for my iPhone 
So it was like this little plastic housing that you could put your iPhone into and then take uh, it into the water and yeah. shoot waves and surf. And one day I did that instead of surfing and fell in love with it. It was right. just like, it was connecting to the ocean in a whole new way. And then beyond that, being able to share that, you know, those moments with the ocean with other people and yeah. coming from New Mexico, that was something that I really, really quickly became passionate about because I didn't have the ocean at my front doorstep growing up. Yeah. So I really appreciated and cherished those moments. Yeah. And that over time just developed into something that I was like, this is what I love and yeah. this is what I want to do. And I have yeah. no idea how I'm going to do it, but yeah. I'm going to figure it out. So eventually I ended up buying a camera, buying a housing. Nice. It took me, it took me some time um, mm -hmm. and got into it. And, you know, my, my passion for photography, I've always had this creative bug, but it was like, suddenly my, you know, my passion for creativity also merged with my passion for the ocean and being yeah. in the water. And those two worlds coming together were just, I, I can't even describe it. It was like yeah. this aha moment for me of like, wow, this is, I'm yeah. so passionate about this. I can yeah. spend every day doing this. And it was also something for me that really just allowed me to step out of kind of the bubble that I was living in and step away and just be present and be so yeah. immersed in something. And then over time, as I have pursued a career in freelance photography, that creativity has developed to shooting outside of the water, shooting surf competitions, shooting um, lifestyle and brand campaigns and yeah. swimwear campaigns, and being able to kind of have that creativity flow through all these different mm -hmm. mediums and all these different elements and be able to kind of still continue to base yeah. everything around the ocean and around the water, yeah. which is what I kind of do now. And you have, when I was looking at your portfolio, you have such an incredible eye too, and there's so much beauty that you are able to capture. What inspires you about capturing in the water? I think it's so many things beyond just the allure of the ocean that I think, yeah. you know, every surfer, every person who yeah. finds that connection with the ocean, I think that's the thing that always brings us back is just... Yeah this ability to immerse ourselves in something so much bigger than us, but also something that connects so many different worlds, so many different cultures, yep. so many different ecosystems, like both literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um, that is always what inspires me. But coming from a background of living in New Mexico for the first 18 yeah. years of my life and always having this thing at the back of my head of like being so drawn into surf culture and the ocean and yeah. you know surfing but not having access to that I think capturing the ocean and being able to share it with people who don't have access to that and you know spending time outdoors spending time um, in the ocean yeah. is such a luxury and it's definitely not something that everyone is afforded in their lifetimes and so I think being able to capture that and share these emotions and yeah. these moments and you know, these more intimate moments with both the ocean and other and surfers and share that with other people, I think is something that always keeps me coming back. And what I love is that outside of your freelance photography and all these projects that you work on, you have a passion for helping other creatives and small business owners navigate building their businesses. And a big thing that's part of your platform is mental health. 
How have you used your platform to combine your beautiful photography with this other side of mental health and helping others? The, the way that I see it is that, you know, I'm pursuing something when you work freelance or you work for yourself, Absolutely. you're kind of calling all of the shots yeah. and you know, you're deciding, are you working nine to five today? Are you working nine to 10 PM? You know, you're calling all of the shots. And within that, you have to learn to find balance yourself. You know, you have to not only do the work, but you have to create the work and create the opportunities because until you're, I think, much further along than I am right now, <laughs> opportunities don't just like appear on your doorstep. Absolutely. And so I think for me, that's like mental health is such a big part of that balance because yeah. it's, you know, taking care of my own mental health so I can show up, not just like in terms of my business, but also when I'm chasing waves and shooting big waves, you know, my, my physical health, how mentally prepared I am to, you know, to take on big waves and kind of the mental preparation that you need for that. All of these little inner workings are what play into being able to show up as, you know, the best, uh, photographer that I can be absolutely and so I think I think that you know some people say oh keep you know your personal and private life separate from your career whereas I see these two things especially and I think other creatives and like people in the media and the creative industry would agree is that it's so hard to pull these two things apart absolutely. so in the beginning I really struggled because I was like you know mental health is so important to me yeah. um it's something that I needed to talk about when I was going through really dark times and I slowly found that I connected with a lot more people who are actually like, you know, wow, I'm going through the same thing. You know, you're living this amazing life, what yeah. it seems like on the surface and what you're sharing on social media. Yeah. I had no idea you were going through this as well. Yeah. And so with time, I've just found that, you know, the platform that I want to uphold and the people that I want to track yeah. are especially even in terms of my clientele and the people I want to work with are people yeah. who not only appreciate my work, you know, and what I can create for them, yeah. but also appreciate that, you know, this is raw and real. And I think that's what photography Absolutely. is, you know? And so being able to find balance between these things, I think to show up for my clients the way I want to show up for them, having this, you know, I am going to talk about mental health. I'm going to talk about, yeah, you know, on the outside, it looks like I'm traveling to all these amazing places and doing yeah. these amazing jobs. And it's all this like, you know, amazing things, the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. But in reality, you know, I've had the best year of my life in terms of my career in 2022. Yeah. And it's also probably been easily one of the hardest years in my, my hardest years of my life in terms of yeah. growth and development. Yeah. And it's always just wild to me how many people I connect to when I just open up. Yep. And then in addition to that, also just being able to talk about it, you know, I am really grateful to slowly be growing this platform and being yep. able to be open about this, but also that if I can talk about it and people see, you know, oh, she's doing this, she's doing this, but she's also talking about it and struggling yep. with these things. Yep. It starts to open up the conversation elsewhere. Absolutely. And you know, it, I, my only hope is that, you know, someone sees that I'm opening up about it. And then that starts, a, you know, a conversation about mental health elsewhere. Yeah. And 
down the line, you know, it can be a small thing, just checking in on someone, checking in on a friend, a fellow creative who might go quiet, anything along those lines. But, you know, it does add up and being able to be open about these conversations and talk about these things will save a life down the line, you know? And so I find that I, I, I see no different, no separation between, you know, my professional and my, my personal life, because I think to, to show up in one is to show up in both of them. And so, yeah. (laughs) No. And today we are preached so much about work-life balance and some people make it seem so easy. And other times I, it, it is a struggle. I'm in the same place. Like I struggle with that. It's not two different worlds. It's one world. How do we make it function? You know, <laughs> and it doesn't function all the time. And sometimes you do break and sometimes it, it, the world crumbles around you and you have to figure out what are ways that you can lean on others that you can help. Like it, there are so many, I, I think today in our world, it is so difficult, but at the same time, there's so much out there that can help you at the same time. And I have an appreciation for that because years ago, that wasn't the case. And especially yeah. when I was, I was bullied growing up. I was like, especially in middle school and high, leading into high school, like, and it, there was nothing like that. There was never the case of mental health help when we were young. Yeah. So it's nice now that it is such a focus for people that if there, there are resources, there are ways and conversations are open to being able to help each other through mental health. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's, I I think it's been a huge shift in the last, you know, it's in the last few years alone and it's, it's very much needed in every aspect of life, but yeah, I, I, it open, you know, it warms my heart to see that people are starting to open up and talking about these things because pretty quick, you know, it, especially with the rise of like, you know, TikTok and social media yeah. having such a big impact yes. on, you know, the the younger generations. Yeah. Seeing that all of these people are also just normal people yeah. is so important to the mental health yeah. of everybody. Yeah. I'm so happy that you are sharing, you know, the good stuff and the bad as well, because I think a lot of people just focus on the bright and shiny and that's what they share but that is not the reality of every single day and i I appreciate you doing that because it it does it helps the conversation keep moving forward um for more people and for more people to speak out and say hey i'm having this experience as well yeah (laughs) i relate to you as well that uh you operate as a one woman show uh, <laughs> I am very much sitting in the same seat as you. So, um, I, and there are a lot of challenges of being a one woman show. And it's like you were talking about, you can work at nine to five or you can be working a 16 hour day. What, is, what are the biggest challenges you see as being a one woman show? I think in my, I mean, so I'll just put, I'll just preface it with this. Yes. The, the ratio of, photographers when it comes to male to female is almost exactly 50% which is amazing and incredible you know that's you know 50% of the playing fields women and 50% of the playing field is men 
I know that leaves out a whole uh, category, you know, a whole yeah. entire group of people, but just simple, plain 50-50 women and men. When it comes to surf photography, one in 10 surf photographers are female. It's crazy. So that is a huge, huge gap. Yeah. And that is from my experience and from, you know, talking to a ton of other women in, in the uh, surf media world, that is a huge gap. And it is something that we feel every day. Yeah. Um, and it comes with its challenges. I focus on shooting big waves and I can't tell you the comments that people have, the things that people have said to me, how hard it can be taken, how hard it is that to be taken seriously yeah. and really existing in a space that historically men have always been the surf photographers men are telling the stories yeah. even men are sharing you know men are telling women's yeah. perspective of stories there's been a huge shift yeah. a huge shift in you know bringing in the woman's perspective to tell women's stories um but it definitely is challenging across the board. The event that I shot this last weekend with the Vans Pipe Masters, Vans actually shot, saw a huge gap in the media, in the surf media, that were attending and covering these events between yeah. male and female. Yeah. So they actually took initiative and they are, it was absolutely an amazing experience, but they took initiative and they invited a lot of smaller alternative woman-run media to come and cover this this event and not you know not only was it a, a huge event for women surfing in general but to have so many more female creatives and females yeah. in the me media creative media industry getting to put like capture these experiences and these moments from their perspective yeah. and tell these women's stories I think one resonates with a lot more women, but yeah. two just shows that, you know, there is still this gap and yep. it's, yep. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting world. Um, I think that women are paving the way. I yeah. think we're bringing it, you know, it's not that I'm, I'm not definitely not the first woman doing what I'm doing, but I look up to the women who are paving the way. And I look up to the women who are not taking no for an answer, who are creating you know, I, I recently had a conversation actually with an editor, um, who I was putting a story together with. And I said, you know, it can be easy for men to show up in this space yeah. and have a place. Yeah. Whereas there can be women who are, if not equally or yeah. more talented, show up in this space and still don't have you know, a place, they still have to create space for themselves. Yep. So on top of, you know, just wanting to be really good at what you do, yeah. you also have to, you know, create space in this world for that. And yeah. it's definitely, there's so many doors opening up. People are seeing this and taking initiative. And yeah. that's something that fans did with this event that so many women created, like women creatives who got to come cover this are just so blown away by the experience and the opportunity because it can be really tough yeah. and you know it's one thing when it's there is this 50 50 to ratio but there's this one yeah. in 10 ratio and it it definitely is prevalent and I think just the biggest challenge of not only trying to be really yeah. good at what you do but getting people to want to listen and getting people to understand that 
you know, not only do we have to try and be good at what we do and continue to learn, we also have to kind of like pave our own way and make yeah. space for ourselves in this Absolutely. world. It is so difficult. And it's once again, it's the other great conversation that's happening right now of women can do the just as good, <laughs> if not better. And it is a fantastic conversation <laughs> that I'm glad is being had every single place. Um, but I, I love your perspective because I had no idea the ratio of female to male photographers in, in the surf world. So it, what a massive difference between that 50-50 and the 1 in 10. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's, I, it's only more prevalent in the water, which is my focus because it's where I got my start. Yep. So I shoot obviously from the beach and shoot lifestyle and that's all yep. on the beach. But a majority of what I focus on is shooting in the water. So I take my yeah. camera in a housing and I'm swimming out there. Yeah. And it is wild to see how many fewer women there are. Yeah. And then, you you know, you start entering conversation of wanting to shoot bigger waves. Yeah. And, you know, that number, that number is closer to one in 100, if yeah. not more. You know, yeah. there's only a handful of women in the world all of who I look up to and is yeah. so inspired by on a daily basis. But, you know, even in the conversation of pipeline, which is one of the gnarliest waves in the world, yeah. there's really only a handful of women who go out there and push themselves in bigger ways. Mm-hmm. And when you, when, you know, when you show up and you're like, I want to put time in at pipe, yeah. people laugh at you, you know, the guys laugh at you. They're like, Oh yeah. Okay. And <laughs> they're like, Oh, I'd like, do you shoot from the beach? I'm like, no, no, no. Like I, I'm in the water. And they're like, what do you mean you're in the water? I'm like I want, like I, I shoot that. big waves from the water. I want to yeah. be in there. And then the conversation completely shifts and it, it is super prevalent, but it's amazing to see, you know, Krista Funk, who's a fellow uh, female water photographer yeah. and surf photographer. She just shot the Vans Pipe Masters and swam in some of the gnarliest conditions for eight hours. And I can't tell you that there are many men that I have seen do that. And she is so gnarly, but, you know, so inspiring to see these women out there changing the way and seeing that, you know, if she can do this one day, I can do this. Whereas like in a lot of the spaces I've been in previously, especially in Indonesia, it is, there's so few women shooting out there in the water, um, especially year round. And so it can be really isolating to not, you know, to not see that and then wonder, you know, do I have a place here? Do I belong here? Is there space for me here? So yeah, it's definitely a, um, it's a really interesting world to exist in, but really amazing to also be in a time and space that things are changing and things are shifting and it's very apparent and clear and you know, the people who really are making waves in the surf industry are also starting to realize that. And the people who do have big stake in the surf industry and the surf world are really starting to realize that. Now, I am super curious though, because I'm such a I'm such a geek with camera gear. And, but yours is very unique because you don't have the ability to change a lens very quickly with <laughs> the water. I, I, like you've got your housing. What it, like what is your gear lineup? What's what's your go to? It's about two checked bags, one carry on bag, and a backpack, which 
is as it as I would love to just be able to hire someone to help me carry around oh, and lug all my equipment around. Um, but in terms of water, so I run an entire. I run everything Sony. Um, okay. I've been shooting Sony for four years now um, and shooting mirrorless and I prefer them because they're smaller so I put it in an Aquatech housing which is like a big housing that allows me to take it all into the water I've got a bunch of different lenses and lens ports which all adapt to each other based on the conditions I'm going to be shooting in so if I want to shoot something wide and with a dome port then I can shoot that. Or I also have the option of shooting with like a 70 to 200 lens, which is much bigger in the water, but I have a zoom port, which allows me to actually change the zoom in the water, which is really cool. But that's kind of my go-to, you know, that it's it's a lot of bulky equipment, tripod, long lenses as well to shoot from the beach and then everything to get in the water. So that's kind of, that's my setup now. yeah whenever we travel um everybody wonders why i never have like we carry backpacks and have our carry-on suitcases nobody ever understands why i never have space for the clothes that i want to pack my backpack is filled with camera gear i'm like i don't have the ability like everybody else to just i'm like i'm the photographer i'm the person that's doing (laughs) the whole family i'm like every trip I'm like I have to carry my stuff with me yeah I have the ability to just say no it's okay I'm not I'm not gonna do it yeah yeah it's definitely rough traveling it's it's funny because I'll show up somewhere and you know like a hotel or someone will comment and be like wow like you carry a lot of like you must have a lot of clothes and I'm like I would love to have a lot of clothes I have a lot of camera equipment (laughs) you know (laughs) so I carry like I carry like maybe half of the half of the suitcase yeah. of clothes. Yeah. Everything else is camera equipment. So when I show up somewhere and be like, oh, let's do this. I'm like, oh, I actually don't have clothes for that. I, I, actually, <laughs> I live in the ocean. I didn't pack a single thing for this trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been featured in quite a few magazines and publications what is what does that feel like when you get to see your work in those publications and magazines? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I mean, it's amazing. I think when when someone is approaching you to share your work or to publish your work, I think it makes you feel. You know, obviously the recognition is great, especially in a world that I think photographers and videographers and creatives in general are one very undervalued and two very underappreciated you know the media and marketing and advertising is what makes the world go round and there's so many creatives who are giving it their all so much like you know work work for a creative person is so much more than just showing up to a nine to five it's you know you're putting everything into it so I think when you see yourself with you and you see your work published or you see people reaching out with interest of publication it the recognition is amazing um I think it means that you're on the right path you know you're doing something that's interesting and hopefully inspiring enough that you're getting people to just stop and just stop for a moment which can be really hard to do in this day and age because everyone's constantly scrolling, you know, everything, no matter what social media is, everyone's constantly scrolling. It's hard to get someone's attention for more than a few seconds. And so 
it it it's nice to see it in traditional print period no yeah. matter what but just the idea of getting you know making and creating something and capturing something that's interesting and inspiring yeah. enough to get someone to stop and then I think just beyond that like getting to share the world that I'm so grateful and so fortunate yeah. to experience and getting to share that with others who yeah. you know maybe trying to navigate how to get into this world how to get yeah. their foot into you know spending more time outside spending more time in the ocean wow. or people who just want to immerse themselves in something that is new and is fresh to them and right. so in that way it's amazing to get to share my work that way and yeah, yeah every no matter you know publications big or small to see yeah. your work you know, to see your work that people are, that are interested enough to share it, I think is pretty unique and an amazing feeling. We have, the world we have become is we're all a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. On TikTok every two seconds looking at so much content. Um, yeah. That it is, once your content sticks out, it's amazing that it's grabbed somebody's attention because like I said, we, we can't hold focus. <laughs> yeah. It is very short and sweet. Where do you find creativity in the work that you do? I think it's, I think it stems from my connection with the ocean. Okay. I think I find my creativity in showing up to the same or similar circumstances yeah. over and over and over again. And being able to and trying to find a new perspective a new look a new yeah. style of shooting that yeah. and I think that's where my creativity draws you know the ocean is always changing it you know it, it can look so different day to day let alone like hour to hour yeah and I think my creative creativity just stems from knowing that I can show up to a place and I can decide how I want to capture it today and I can decide, you know, in what ways I want to share that and what ways I want to capture it. But especially with the ocean, being able to show up to the same place every day and see something new and ever new in it every day, I think is inspiring to my creativity to continue to just not only in my photography, but in the world. Yep. continue to be open-minded continue to look at the world in different perspectives every day in both my in my personal and my professional life and much further much more much um further beyond that yeah. is to just continue to look at the world in different ways and see yeah. different perspectives and i think that's where my creativity really lies and yeah. just knowing that you know every every day can be different even if i'm shooting the same thing it's amazing. I think the most amazing part for me is you go to these different places. The water never looks the same. It's a different shade of blue. It's a different, like takes you back for a second as to the beauty of it. That's my favorite part of it. I've been to, I was lucky enough to go to Jamaica to almost two years ago and I got there and I was like, this isn't real. I was like, I, this is incredible. Um, but I've been to the Bahamas as well and Hawaii and it's just, it's beautiful in its own separate way, every place you go to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The ocean is just, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, I have few words for it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to describe the ocean. It is vast and it is a beautiful place. Now I've been wondering ever since you introduced yourself, 
do you still surf today? Are you like, do you still <laughs> surf? So I try to. Okay. I think I'm super lucky. And I think a lot of my progression and growth in yeah. my field is a lot of surf photographers and a lot of people in surf media. Yeah. I think they see surf photography as a, as kind of an opportunity to get to travel and yeah. an opportunity to, you know, go to places they maybe wouldn't otherwise to yeah. surf. Yeah. Whereas my, like, I started this journey surfing. That was yeah. kind of my connection to the ocean. But for me now, if the, if the conditions are good, I do not have to second guess if I want to yeah. shoot or I want to surf. Yeah. I want to shoot a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I think a lot of other photographers struggle because there are days that they don't know if they want to surf or they want to shoot. Whereas for me, I'm like, no, I want to be in the water. If conditions are good. I want to be in the water. That's like kind of my go-to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think just like that for me is like what has allowed me to progress and to grow so quickly. And I try to surf as much as I can. I still love it. I, yeah. I surfed yesterday for the first time in a couple of months. Um, nice. And sometimes I have to drag my feet to get out there yeah. just because, you know, even if the conditions are not that great, if I get to go surf with friends and can, I'm like really falling in love with capturing the more intimate moments of surfing as well, yeah. besides just like the raw power and performance of the sport, yeah. capturing the moments in between of someone paddling out after a wave or kicking off of a wave or, you know, paddling out to the break. So for me, I just always want to shoot, but I do occasionally surf. I try, you know, sometimes the conditions aren't ideal to swim. So I, I have to get in the ocean some way. So I try to surf here and there, but I have too much camera equipment to travel with boards. So it's always just like, oh, I'm going to borrow a board from a friend if I really want to get out there. So I try, but I just yeah. enjoy shooting too much. So. It's one of those things on everybody's bucket list, learn how to surf and <laughs> yeah. not everybody does it. And it's, uh, it's always one that's enjoyable to watch people try to do for the first time um, <laughs> yeah. as, as you're like, I'm just going to go get the boogie board or something like that. That's really is good, just going to allow me to have fun and not fall on my face. Yeah. <laughs> my last question for you, Jesse, is just what inspires you? I think it's kind of a twofold question for me. I think I have what inspires me in my personal life and what inspires me kind of in my professional life. Um, I think in my professional life, chasing big waves is what inspires kind of the entire approach that I have to living my life. Yeah. It's so much more than, you know, just a lot. Almost anyone can shoot from the beach, Wanting to do it from the water is extremely dangerous, um, extremely challenging, and can be a pretty gnarly world. And I think it inspires me to live my life in a way that, you know, I'm very mindful about how I show up to a place, you know, yeah. just in terms of like stepping into a new place culturally, yeah. um, how I, you know, fuel my body, the kind yeah. of training I'm doing, the kind of sleep I get, yeah. all of these things that go into it. That kind of is like the overarching inspiring thing. Yeah. I think profession, um, professionally as well, 
the thing that really drew me in besides just connecting my creativity in the ocean was getting to connect that with other people and like recently out here in Hawaii I was shooting on a day and some new friends that I had made um, shooting this fans event were out there and I just got some images of them passing by and surfing even though I was like shooting a completely different project and I like one of the guys ended up reaching out to me and was like these photos are amazing I've actually never seen myself surfing in the water from a water angle and so I was able to give him those photos and just that connection to see someone's face light up when they first get to see themselves surfing in the water is what always draws me back and that can be hard because in professional surfing professional surfers don't really care about photos of themselves because they have thousands of them and it's but it's so much more intimate to give someone who you know may not have as many photos of themselves surfing and that is something that I get to show up and do and connect you know those worlds together and that is always keeping me that is like something that I will always be drawn back to because I know the impact in my personal life that the ocean has had on me so getting to just share that with others the way that they can share it with their own world I think is is unparalleled really so those are kind of like my professional inspirations I think personally um my mom is my biggest inspiration in that she is someone who really lived life to the fullest and was always intent on teaching us that we need to create a life for ourselves that we are excited to wake up to every single day and that is something that's definitely easier said than done but I think having that as my like personal inspiration to say I want to I want to create a life for myself that you know if I don't get to shoot in the water or if it's a travel day yeah or if it's just a training day I am just as excited than the days that are the super high highs of you know capturing competitive surfing or getting to swim out at my favorite break or getting to challenge myself and beg your surf I think that it it, they really balance each other out and just remind me that you know it's if we're constantly looking toward the next great big best thing we miss out on a lot we do. And I think slowing down and enjoying those moments in between are just as important as in, you know, enjoying the high highs, because yeah. when you learn to enjoy, you know, these lower and slower moments, yeah. the the highs and the accomplishments and all the achievements that eventually come with it are so much more enjoyable and so much more, I think, tangible, because yeah. we really have embraced the moments that were harder to deal with and harder to get through to get to those moments yep appreciate the small moments appreciate the little things (laughs) in life it is it's 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 the once again it's the getting off the technology and the phones and actually just like looking around you and having appreciation (laughs) and just kind of taking it all in um but that is that is the beautiful thing and i i wish more people celebrated and lived life that way um, because I think we get to the end and we're like, oh, there are so many things that I didn't appreciate <laughs> or I didn't get to do. And, and it's, yeah. And so I think it's, uh, the world's a better place when we all get to live, um, live like that. So, yeah, definitely. Jesse, I can't thank you enough for coming on and talking with me today. 
I cannot wait to see more of your incredible work in 2020. <laughs> Thank you. Wherever you will be next, I'm sure it's going to be someplace really beautiful with very blue water. Um, but I, I, I'm so looking forward to see what 2023 has to hold for you. Thank you. And thank you so much. It's amazing talking and yeah, yeah I absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. And if you guys do not follow Jesse, all of her socials will be linked down below. So please go give her a follow and uh, take in her amazing work. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.